So NBA GMs, they really love Winbayama. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, Spurs play tomorrow night. Some Spurs action, preseason action. I bring that up because we're going to talk about preseason action later on in the show. What are we talking about today, though? We're going to be looking at the recent NBA GM poll. Those NBA GMs, they really love Wimbayama. We're going to discuss uh, how he fared in that poll. Who and, you know, just who he's among when it comes to certain categories, some of the best of the best. Uh, we'll, we'll break that down in just a few minutes. Also, were the Spurs in general snubbed in certain categories uh, by NBA GMs? And then we're going to ask a big question. Spurs play tomorrow night, as mentioned, versus Miami Heat. If Wimby does it again and plays awesome, is that it for him? We'll talk about that and more right here on Locked On Spurs. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. You got to check out FanDuel right now. It's the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. So, man, can you believe it? The season's right around the corner. It is right around the corner. Got to get through some preseason games, meaningless preseason games. But it is here. It is here. You can really feel it. Even after game one, preseason game one, and that is, you know, the Spurs lost. Okay, whatever. But did you see the buzz across the national sports media just about Wimby? Just about Wimby. It was, oh, look what he did this. And look how he recovered off uh, getting, uh, you know, crossed up. Oh, look how he played versus uh, Chet Holmgren. Oh, look, look, at this, look at this, look at that, that, that. I mean, people were just drooling over him. and. The, his teammates are okay with it. They've been talking about how they understand it is what it is. They understand he's kind of the top dog, and they're just going to roll with that as best they can as the season progresses. But that is the Wimby effect. Just one preseason game, and he was splashed everywhere. Spotlight's going to be on San Antonio. The spotlight's going to be on the Spurs. Okay, fine. They may not go to the playoffs. May not even win a championship. May not even go to the second round. May contend for a play-in. but. This Spurs team is primed to be almost must-see blockbuster once they get their chemistry going, once Wimby starts filling out and gets adjusted to the NBA scene, and who knows if the Spurs tinker with the roster to prove it. But the point is, is that if this is just Wimby year one and the, the ripple effect he's having, can you imagine year three, year four, and if Dev is still around and Nikeldon's still around and Sohan's still around, I mean, this, this team just collectively, forget Wimby, just collectively, this team could be blockbuster. This team could be great. You got to get through this first season. You got to get through the bumps and uh, bruises. You're going to have a lot of pitfalls. You're going to have a lot of highs, too. A lot more highs than the Spurs had last year. Good for us, right? No, no more sitting through a 22-win season. The point is, is that this is just the tip of the iceberg. This is it. This is the tip of the iceberg. And, and can you believe it? I mean, I think sometimes we forget that Wimby plays in San Antonio because, if you again, it's a sports national media. They're all about Wimby. Oh, yeah, by the way, he plays San Antonio. But did you see about Wimby? Hopefully that'll dissipate. It'll be more about collectively the team and, yes, Wimby, and they're racking up wins and just being a fun, exciting, young, 
NBA squad that not just you in San Antonio or a fan across the globe, everywhere there's every reason to love tuning in to see your San Antonio Spurs. Exciting times in San Antonio. So that's going to bring in our guest. He is Michael Jimenez of The Acquired Taste. He is a part-time host. Of, no, I'm sorry. It's now the Alamo Sports Podcast on YouTube. He is a part-time host. Jimenez, we missed you at Lockdown Spurs, but we're glad you're back. I'm happy to be here, man. Happy to talk Wemby. It's finally here. I mean, I it remember is. when the Spurs won the draft lottery, and it just seemed so far away. It's like, man, in five yeah. months, we're finally yeah. going to see him take the floor. And I know he hasn't played a regular season game, but just yeah. going on the floor to – you know, have the 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 inner team scrimmage to sure. go into OKC. It's been fun yeah. so far. Yeah, it's been great. Make sure to follow him in as on uh, XMJ Acquired Taste, and uh, he'll chop it up with you when it comes to Spurs football. Dallas Cowboys. We're not good thing we're not locked on <laughs> Dallas Cowboys right now. I feel for those guys right now. So all things sports, check out Jimenez on social media. But in case you did not know, the NBA uh, released its annual GM survey. You can find that at NBA.com. And let's just say Wimby dominated some major categories from building a franchise. Who would you start with? Uh, who will be the best player in five years projection? I mean, Wimby just dotted, dotted some. And, 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 and Jimenez, he was among some of the elite of the NBA, your Jokers, your Giannis. I mean, this he has, like you said, he hasn't played a one single NBA regular season second, and already GMs can see the potential there. Let's start off with let's get the obvious one out. You know, as much as Vegas wants to say it's going to be a close race for the Rookie of the Year award, according to NBA GMs, it's just going to be a slaughter. I believe it's ninety percent of the vote GMs voted for Wimby getting Rookie of the Year. That may be true, Jimenez, but. You don't want to knee jerk and say, okay, off of one preseason game against Chet, maybe Chet might have something to say, but I think he's likely going to win it. And boy, what a race for that award is going to be, huh? Yeah, we saw Chet Holmgren in that game the other day mm -hmm. against the Spurs. And Chet Holmgren is more NBA ready right now in the sense that, um, you know, he, he's a rookie this year because of his season ending injury that he had in preseason last year. Uh, he's a very good player, just like Wemby, over seven feet tall, just like mm -hmm. Wemby could knock down some threes. That's going to be the main competition. And I know the GMs are out there saying that Scoot Henderson has the second best chance, mm -hmm. but I think Chet Holmgren is going to be that Thanks. one. And if you think mm -hmm. about it, the only thing that I can think of that would prevent Wemby from winning is if OKC has a magical season. What if OKC goes 56 and 26 and the Spurs are five or six games below yeah. 500. Exactly. At that point, you might look at a Chet Holmgren and say, maybe your stats aren't as good, but you are the second best player on a top five team in the West. Therefore, mm -hmm. you're going to get that award. That's the only thing that I think would trip up Wemby is the fact that OKC is a more talented team as of right now. Quick correction. Uh, the NBA GMs gave him 50% of the Rookie of the Year award vote. Um, and I think that's fair. I, I really, I do think a Chet probably will have a big say in that race, but I will be, I will be somewhat surprised if Wimby doesn't get it. I, I just based on what he can do, the 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 blockbuster, the must see kind of vibe that he projects. People, I'm pretty sure people are ready to plunk down money to watch Wimby play in their arena, you know, mm -hmm. at home or Spurs on the road versus Chet on the road. I think that's going to be a big factor as well. Just the hype, the massive hype, everything that. 
Wemby's going to do is probably going to get magnified 10 times. I mean, look at that little Dr. J's Iceman scoop he you know, layup he had versus Chet. That got on heavy rotation the next day. I think just the hype around him and just that he is an alien and is going to do things that nobody's seen before. I, I think that is going to boost his chances. He likely is going to win it. I agree with the NBA GMs in this category. But speaking of that 90%, he meant is 90% of GM votes in the uh, NBA uh, survey went to Wemby as far as having the biggest impact in five years. Do you think he will be a power player like a Giannis, a Joker, like that elite of the elite in five years? Uh, I think it's going to be within two years. Uh, I think it is it is destiny. I mean, if you look at it this way, one of the questions that was asked of the GMs was, if you could start a, a, a team right now with any player in the NBA, any player, number one, Nikola Jokic, the guy is a, is a walking triple-double. Yeah. Number two was Wemby, who's Jeez. ahead of a 28-year-old Giannis. Yeah. Okay, Giannis, the Greek freak, NBA champion Giannis. GMs are like, now we'll take this 7-4 rookie who plays for the Spurs. And that's why we have to be excited because we're already seeing this as Spurs fans. You know, Rocket Twitter uh, is is all up in arms right now, so pissed off. Yeah, they're, 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 still, they're, still, they're still crying about it a lot. Oh, yeah. They're, they're still hoping that uh, their pick is going to materialize into <laughs> something. Hey, but I, I found it funny in the whole thing about Rookie of the Year that uh, fourth in the voting, according to the GMs, was mm -hmm. Sasha Venzikov. Who's twenty eight years old? Twenty eight year old rookie who was the Euro League MVP. Mm -hmm. Can't he should be disqualified, man? The guy is twenty eight right. years old, exactly. but he was also the number fifty seven overall pick in the draft about five years ago. Number fifty seven, the same pick as Manu Ginobili, many, many, many years ago. Yeah, I mean, look, starting the beginning at the start of the show, you know, NBA GMs they can see the potential, and it's no rocket science behind this. I mean, this is probably the evolution of the NBA player. It's not just Wimby. Obviously, he's taking the spotlight. You look at a player like Chet. You know, he's in that same mold of Wimby, you know, and he's probably going to do a lot of good things, too, in the court. I mean, you saw it kind of bubbling already uh, with uh, – what's that kid's name, I believe, in Orlando? Bull? Bull Bull. Bull Bull. You know, maybe not at their level, but still that long, lanky kid – that can do things that a long seven foot and over guy uh, usually doesn't do. So, whew, I mean, look, GMs are right. Wimby is the future. He is the future. What I liked about what he did, what I liked about what he did in the preseason game, he was in a lot more control of his body than I thought he was going to be. Uh, we saw in the summer league where he balled out one game, but there was one game that was just tragic. It was the one 24 hours after the Britney Spears incident, right? That one was an awful game, laid an egg, and everyone mm -hmm. was starting to question him. He comes back the next game and plays a lot better. Mm -hmm. In this aspect here, that spin move, that scoop, yeah, that was that was very impressive. You, see, you mentioned the fact that he was put on skates a little bit defensively on one play, and then he gathered himself and made the play. Yeah, uh, he was running. He was running the break, and and you know he was uh, he had a dunk uh, right at the basket where uh, he was very patient and let the defense fly right by him, and then just just do right. it. And and what I found what he was doing, even when he was shooting his threes, because this is what I fear. I fear him landing on someone's foot. Yeah, he seemed to be landing correctly despite his size. He seemed to be 
very aware of his body. He seemed to be very control of his body. And that is all maturity right there. And, mm-hmm. you know, not, you know, as young as he is, he is going to make a statement right now. And if you take a look at that GM poll, the one that is the one that kind of, you know, makes me wonder is why is it the Spurs were not ranked in the top 10 in the Western Conference, according to these GMs? If Wemby is that good and that generational, and he and, and all the GMs would want to start their their franchise with him, he's ranked number two in that, that poll right there. Why would the Spurs not be a top 10 team this 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 season? I look at this team and I think the team's revved up. And you know that I gave the team a lot of crap last year because I yes, predicted what I predicted a 20 win season, and mm-hmm. it was looking like a 20 win season until they got to number 22 very, very late the last couple of weeks. I'm looking at this, and people, by the way, thought I was a complete idiot when I was saying they're they're tanking. This is a 20-win team. They thought I was an idiot. And now they think I'm an idiot the other way because I'm looking at this team, and I'm saying to myself, that is a 46-win team right there. That is a team that's going to be somewhere between numbers 5 and 8 in the Western Conference because you've got Wemby, because you've got Devin Vassell, who's going to take another leap this year. You're going to have Keldon Johnson, who's going to be wide open. You're going to have Jeremy Sohan who's going to be uh, not asked to do what he can't do. He can focus on his strengths. And because of this, I like the fact that you mentioned earlier on in your intro, talking about how the Spurs actually have an alpha dog. They actually mm-hmm. have a number one player. And what we're going to see from Wemby is that Mamba mentality. What we're going to see from Wemby is, is that he is hyper-competitive out there. And so much for the Spurs being the boring team in South Texas because no, they're, they're not going to be boring anymore. This they're is going to be the ticket that a mm-hmm. lot of teams are going to want. A lot of opposing teams are going to yeah. want to watch the Spurs when Wemby comes to town, must see TV. And you're telling me they're not a top 10 team in the West out of your well, mind. Exactly. Coming up next, we're going to ask were the Spurs snubbed? Jimenez is alluding to one in other categories. Look, Wemby dominated. He certainly did. But what about overall? Let's talk about FanDuel. You got to check out FanDuel right now. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when they place a $5 bet. What more do you need to go check out FanDuel? NFL season is here. You got your favorite team? Hopefully it's not the Cowboys, but if it is, hey, go press your luck over at FanDuel. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now is the time. There's no better time to get on the action than right now. NFL's underway. MLB playoffs are underway. The NBC's right around the corner. You got to check out FanDuel. The app is so easy to use. It's a wide range of betting options, including player props over and under, the spreads, and so much more. You want to visit FanDuel.com slash locked on right now. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season MLB season. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. Hey, everybody. This is Nathan Ray Clark from Criminal Minds and Modern Family, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs, hosted by Victor Wimbiana's new best friend, Jeff Garcia. I, you know, Nathan, I wish I was Wimby's best friend. Maybe one day. Wimby one day. Hey, uh, we're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Mike Jimenez. Follow him on uh, X at MJ Acquire Tacy. Little by little, Jimenez, I'm getting used to that. Right now. Yeah, I'll never call it X. It's Twitter. It's Twitter. Twitter. It'll always it'll always be Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and we're talking about the NBA NBA GM poll. 
And although Wimby dominated, and yes, Popovich picked up a little love too, but overall, maybe San Antonio was snubbed. He managed, you brought up one uh, earlier in segment one. Uh, yeah, the Spurs weren't even a, mentioned in top teams in the West. Look, they may not be a top team in the West right now, but I wouldn't be surprised if they make the play-in or use the play-in tournament to sneak into a seventh or eighth seed. That would not be a surprise. But the one thing that really bothered me was fan bases, uh, arena bases, you know, the most exciting electric ones. San Antonio wasn't even mentioned. I think that's a big snub because the Frostbank Center can rock, can rock out. I mean, it's not the Alamo Dome, so don't trash the Alamo Dome. We're talking about the Frostbank Center. Uh, I really think that this poll didn't factor that aspect of what San Antonio, the spirit of San Antonio, the love for the Spurs. And I frankly, I think that's just a byproduct of just having bad seasons. Bad seasons, you know, low turnout, low attendance numbers. Define, but that doesn't mean that those fans that showed up last season weren't hooting, hollering, and yelling, go Spurs, go. I think San Antonio got snubbed in that category in the GM poll. No, I'm not going to say anything bad about the Frostbank Center crowd because I, I think Spurs fans are highly intelligent uh, when it comes to the game and they know their role and they know when to act up and I mean, when remember to. Remember the Alamo Dome game? Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about a show out. I mean, that's fan yeah. love right there. Right now, so nothing, nothing but love for Spurs fans when it comes to it. We're we're a very very good fan base. If you're talking about snubs, beyond the fact that it's the uh, not even ranked in the top 10 in the West, right? Mm-hmm. The question about which team has the most promising young core. Spurs did not get one single vote. Yep. Number Saw one that. was Oklahoma City Thunder, followed by the Cleveland Cavaliers, Orlando Magic, the Pistons, the Rockets. Come on. And the Indiana Pacers got a vote. Spurs got none. No love yeah. for a core of Wemby, Vassell, Keldon, Zach Collins. Yeah. Yeah. So, hand, yeah, uh, and I love me some Zach Collins. He's becoming my son. Uh, you mentioned that Pop Everybody's got your son. Everybody's <laughs> your son. You mentioned that Pop got some love. I he really did. don't. I, I I don't know. Are you sure about that? Because they asked the question, "Who is the best coach in the NBA?" He was ranked. He was ranked third, but we 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 like to think that Pop is the goat, right? He's in the and, Mount and, Rushmore you know of head coaches. And I'm, and I'm glad you brought the Pop um, part of the poll too. Because that category comes up again. Oh, which coach would you love to play for? And there's Pop. Well, I'm sick and tired of that. Not because I don't like the fact that Pop is getting the love. Fine, he is. But year after year since his poll has started, I mean, you see Pop up there when it wants to be that, that coach that all players want to play with. Okay, fine. They vote for them. GM voted for that. You see players vote for Pop. But when do they ever walk the walk? They talk the talk, <laughs> but when do they walk the walk? I have an issue with that, Jimenez. Well, I mean, if Pop was coaching in Miami, if Pope, Pop was coaching in oh, L.A., they would walk the walk. Yorkers, they, yeah. they don't want to walk the river walk is basically the problem. Uh, yeah. You know, Eric Spolstra being considered to be not only the best coach in the NBA right now, it's not to say that he's a better coach uh, for a career compared to Pop, but it's, it's the fact that he's younger uh, he has the rings. He relates better to the players. And at some point, you know, the 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 marriage between the Spurs and Pop eventually has to end. And, you know, I, I, I've always had concerns about that because Pop, 
you know, is in his mid-70s, and he has players who are literally 55 years younger than him. Not just one player, like five that are about 55 years younger than him. And I've had a little bit of a concern about that, and I've said for, for, for many, many months, past few years about in my old radio show, talking about the fact that I didn't think Pop was the guy for a rebuild. But you give Pop a superstar, it's mm -hmm. a completely different thing. Bill Jackson wasn't a guy for a rebuild. Neither was Bill Belichick in the NFL. You have some, you have, you have players, you have coaches who can turn great players into legends, turn good players into great players. Pop trying to turn, you know, the team from last year into a 30, 35, 40 win team was not going to happen. You know, he, he doesn't have magical powers. He needs to have the players to win. And having Victor Weminyama out there opens up so many different doors for the Spurs. It makes life easier for Keldon and for Vassell. makes life easier for Trey and for Zach and Sohan and, and Malachi and all those guys. Um, I think that there's going to be a, a, an amplification of the Spurs' success this year mm -hmm. simply based on the fact that all eyes literally on the court are going to be on Wemby, which means everybody else is going to be open or free to do their thing. Yeah, yeah. I think Wemby is going to allow those other players to really flex their skills. It's just yeah. as like, you know, look at Doug McDermott. You know, now when he tell me on lockdown Spurs that he's looking forward to the wide open shots, we saw it happen in game one preseason, you know, versus the Thunder. He was just knocking down those outside shots. So if he can, if Wemby can impact McDermott, uh, you know, imagine what he can do for uh, Sohan, for, for, for Keldon. You know, I'm, I'm interested in seeing when those guys get together and finally play together. We still haven't yeah. seen Wemby meshing with Sohan and Kelder on the court. They were out. We didn't get to see uh, Wemby and uh, Vassell really mesh together because they limited uh, Vassell's minutes in game one uh, preseason. So when those guys start getting together, start cooking and getting that chemistry in the flow, I think this team's going to be really exciting. But sticking with if there were snubs, yeah. I, I think overall the GMs did get it wrong when it comes to the core, as you mentioned, you know, where they will stand in the West, you know, the fan base, all in all, GMs, as much as you love Wimby, you forget he plays in San Antonio. There's other guys there, and there's a fan base there that is all about the silver and black, and Popovich is still doing his thing. So, yeah, so NBA GMs, love the Wimby love. Got to give a little bit more now to the city and to the – other players not named Wemby in San Antonio. Uh, but coming up next, we're going to ask a big question. It's about Wemby. Shocker, right? Should the Spurs shut him down? That's it. Wemby one more game, and that's it. And wait till the regular season rolls around. We're going to talk about that. Coming up next on Locked on Spurs with Mike Jimenez. But we got to talk about Muslingers drive through coffee. Jimenez, is there not a day where Muslingers is not introducing a new flavor? Dude. I mean, every single day it's a new flavor. They're delicious, too. And and they do it on the fly, man. You, you ask, yeah. and they and they deliver. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Muslinger's Drive Through Coffee is a proud local sponsor of Locked On Spurs and the first ever sponsor on Locked On Spurs. So thank you, Muslinger's. They are located at twenty four zero four thousand Oaks Drive, two eighty one sixty four area. You're in San Antonio. Go there right now. Open every day, six a.m. to six p.m. Friendly staff, great menu, dairy alternatives. They got the Red Bull infused lightning bolt series that gets you going for your day or keep you powered through it. They'll have the uh, OG OJ. That's one of Jimenez's favorite. Uh, that's the orange Julius recreated only at Muslingers. They got the Sub Zero 
for Frank Harris, the QB of UTSA. They have that in his honor. And the big one they have is the alien, no pun intended, but it's in <laughs> honor of Victor, Victor Wimbayama. It's a red, full can of Red Bull, uh, green apple, and kiwi mixed together, and it is delicious. And they got mini donuts. They got their signature drink, the Muslinger. And they also have another drink, too, that I'm embarrassed to talk about. But I'm, but I'm not, I don't think anybody's going to buy it. It's called the Money Bags Matcha Tea. <laughs> it's named after who? Named after who? After you, man. That's what I heard. <laughs> I'm the one who coined the phrase for you. So You're the one in, you in, a, in a way, it is. In, yeah, in a way, it is. Yeah. But look, it's, it's, it's matcha tea served, and I'm not kidding, in a goblet, in a gold <laughs> goblet. People, you know, our friend at uh, Joe Garcia, Two Shots, he thought I was kidding. And he had to go look for himself when I told him it served in a goblet. And it's $99. That's why it's just a joke. I don't think anybody's going to go over there. You know, Chris Leha, uh, a good friend of Lockdown's first, he comes on the fan episode. He said he's going to drop that money. I don't believe it. Not to say that he doesn't have the money. Of course he does. It's just I don't think anybody would be stupid enough to drop that kind of cash. But if you are brave enough and you want to apparently they have a 99 dollar matcha tea and i can see jimenez getting it on purpose just to do some clowning on me that would be such a that would be such a bad tip giving them a c note and go keep the change keep the dollar (laughs) i'll I'll tip you one (laughs) percent yeah exactly so they have that there and look look, it's all fun and games but no muslingers is a great spot to go everybody in san antonio loves them they are fan friendly they're very interactive on social media on threads x facebook TikTok. the list goes on and on i mean instagram you can find them there as well again 24 oaks drive 21604 area open every day 6 a.m to 6 p.m over 300 five-star reviews cannot be wrong Follow them on social media at Muslinger SATX. Life is too short for a bland coffee. All right, we are back right here on Locked On Spurs. Let's continue our chat with Mikey Menes, the choir taste himself. He serves as a part-time host on the Alamo City Sports Podcast on YouTube. He'll talk about that in just a few seconds. But let's go and ask a big question here. Wimby, 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 Wimby. He played great in that game one. Yeah, it's a meaningless game, Jimenez. These This wins and losses, <laughs> they don't matter, right? It doesn't matter. I've seen... Spurs title teams back in the day go winless in the preseason and march to the title. Obviously, that's not going to happen. But the point is, as these games are meaningless, it's just about chemistry, it's about development and staying healthy. Jimenez, the Spurs play the Heat tomorrow night. If he has another spectacular performance, should the Spurs just shut him down? Let him let him get ready for the regular season. Yeah, this is a difficult difficult one to answer because the answer should be no. The answer should be he should have like, no, all don't the shut him down. Don't oh, shut him yeah. down. The answer should be he should be out there getting used to his teammates, getting some rapport and chemistry with him. And um, that's what he should be doing, getting used to the NBA crowd, the size of the arenas, which is a lot different than what he had been playing in before. Uh, it looked like he was playing in college arenas back in Europe and, and the NBA is different. You have the 18 to 24,000 seat crowds. You, you want to get in there, the dimensions, you want to know how the AT&T looks uh, from, from just a, a, a mm-hmm. visual standpoint. And plus people are spending money to watch you play. Oh yeah. And that is a big, big thing. And I'm not saying that he needs to go out there and play 24, 30 minutes. No. Yes. Trot out there. Get a quarter in and get out. Get you know, give the fans what they want. 
you know, do the uh, between the legs dunk uh, in the in the pregames and get out of there. But just get just get the reps in there because if you were to sit him down, then that that would mean that he'd go about a week and a half to two weeks without playing, and then the the start of the NBA season coming out cold, not knowing his his teammates very well. Like you mentioned, he didn't play with Keldon. He didn't play with other players. Uh, you you need to have that rapport on the court. So you got to you got to keep him out there. And I know the fear is, but what if he gets hurt? Yeah, I mean that's that happened to Chet Holmgren. That's exactly happened, what happened to Chet last year. It happened to Chet Holmgren, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, that didn't happen in a sanctioned preseason game. That happened yeah. in like a charity event or something like that. Uh, the point is meaningless games. That game was meaningless. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, he uh, was also he was also trying to guard LeBron. So, <laughs> Chet Holmgren trying to guard LeBron yeah. at 18, 19 years old. I, how about this? How about meet you in the middle kind of thing? Don't shut him down, but limit him just to a quarter. And that's yeah. it. We're done. That's yeah, it. I, I think that's it. Yeah. And then that's also, you, you don't necessarily want to have the league have a lot of tape on him either. <laughs> you know, you kind of want to have him be unleashed out there to do his thing and, uh, we will we'll see things that we haven't seen before. We get surprised, like that scoop shot, that the spin and the mm-hmm. scoop during the Spurs scrimmage when you saw that uh, that one pass that went cross court, and it was just effortless, uh, you know, to to set somebody up for a three pointer. Uh, we're gonna see something different and new every time that we see Wemby, which is gonna be so much fun because the Spurs have had a handful of seasons where we didn't have that yeah. number one player. By the way, I don't know if you noticed, uh, ESPN released this week its top 100 players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And Wemby, the Spurs finally got a top 100 player. Right. Uh, they got Wemby at number 47, which is in the same area as Chris Middleton and James Harden. That Wemby effect is powerful. He hasn't played a regular season second, and he's already in the middle of the pack. Of 100 best NBA players. Yo, yeah, I, I think somewhere in the middle, I think you're right, he man. It's just somewhere in the middle. Keep them warm. Keep those uh, knees, you know, warm and those elbows and, you know, IQ getting boosted a bit uh, and um, keep on moving forward. I, I I just, I just, you know, I think if anything, if he has a nasty spill, maybe he doesn't get hurt, but just has a nasty fall, I think he's done. I don't think, I think the Spurs will panic. They will knee jerk and that's it, shut him down. Yeah. I yeah. yeah, if something happens to his knees or something like that. But no, I, I think you, you, you can't live in that fear. It, it's just mm-hmm. one of those things. Competitive players want to be out there. And they don't want to be you know, sat down for no reason other than fear. I understand. I, I, players get hurt all the time. Right. right. But, but, but the reason why I won't be surprised, because even in summer league, Wimby was blockbuster. And the Spurs shut him down in a meaningless game. But he was coming yeah. off. He was coming off of the uh, the French playoffs mm-hmm. or the uh, Euro yeah. European League playoffs. So uh, he had already had this long season, and but, he needed but time to, to be made, recover. You know, to to get him re- more rest for the regular season. You know, it, you know it, it's 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 you can do both sides. You can do the summer league example. He was coming off. He needed rest. You know, he did the preseason games. Risk of injury. Rest for the regular season. And this, I just think, I just think the Spurs. They're not gonna be too mindful of the paying customer. This, I, I, they're notorious for shutting down uh, big name players in big games. I think the Spurs and Wemby did the right thing by shutting it down. He went mm-hmm. what a month, month and a half. Where hi, I'm in Vegas. The whole Britney incident, and then he's mm-hmm. gone. 
yeah, it's going to be a fine line for this Spurs team, you know, uh, just to how much they're going to put them out there in meaningless preseason games. Maybe in that final regular season game, they better give them the most minutes, you know, just to really get them ready for the regular season. But this is a Spurs team that has no problem sitting down power players, even if fans go and pay big bucks for the seats. He is Michael Jimenez of the uh, Alamo City Sports Podcast. I'm so used to calling it the Acquired Taste. I miss that show. But he's <laughs> a part-time host on that YouTube show uh, run by Joe Garcia. Tell us what's going on with that. Yeah, so uh, it, it's fun times. And, and I like the fact that we have so many different people who jump in and out of that particular podcast. Jeff, you're on that show uh, at least once a week uh, hosting the show. Uh, we have uh, Joe who does it. I'll do it once or twice a week as well. <laughs> Typically, I'm on Friday or Monday, if not both. Uh, no, but it's a fun show. I mean, we, we talk a lot of sports. We talk a lot about, uh, you know, pop culture issues and, and uh, celebrities and uh, who's hotter than this person. You know, we have uh, celebrity crushes and things like that. It's a fun show. It's a fun time. We go on live from 12 to about 1.15. Uh, but the show is also available on Spotify, uh, on the iHeart app, anywhere that you get podcasts. It's pretty much there. So look up the Alamo City Sportscast and uh, and uh, have fun with us. Are you be going to the uh, Spurs Heat game? You know, I'm actually I'm actually thinking about it. My nephew wants to go, so he's been asking me about it. But I've I've done so many sporting events recently. I've done the. Um, I, I went to an LSU Arkansas game in Baton Rouge when I went to go visit my daughter. I went to the mm. UT Wyoming game. I've been to two UTSA games in the past month or so, okay. and I'm looking at going to a Saints game. So uh, I think that I've hit my limit of uh, spending dollars for sporting events. It's all right. You got bucks, though. You can afford it. You tell me money bag, money bag ish, ish. No, you, you're 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 probably the <laughs> you're probably the money vault. I just have a bag. You have a vault, Jimenez. So <laughs> you know what? What's is. so funny is that I actually have a safe here at the house. I have a safe here at the house. Oh I, the the keypad broke. The keypad broke. I can't get in it. I can't get in it. Are you gonna so get I'm gonna your, have to like the thing. I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've got my passport in there. Well, I've you got just told uh, all of San, you know, you just told all of San Antonio that you have a vault full of cash. So I would make sure all your alarms are on. Uh, make sure everything's locked up. Jimenez, perhaps move the thing out of the way. Maybe put it in, in, in a safety <laughs> uh, safety security box at a bank or something. Yeah. Because San Antonio just found out you have a box full of money. He is Michael Jimenez. Make sure to follow him on XS Twitter. MJ Acquired Taste. Make sure you do that right now. And make sure to follow Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. <laughs> YouTube. Uh, sorry, man. I'm just thinking about that right now. <laughs> You're probably going to be locking every single door right now when we log out. It's all my silver coins, man. I love me some silver. <laughs> <laughs> we follow uh, Locked On Spurs on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. The list goes on and on. Now, you guys are the everydayers. We thank you for making Locked On Spurs your first Visit every single day when it comes to silver and black. We'll be back tomorrow talking more Spurs. Like you looked ahead at the uh, Spurs Heat game, uh, I believe it's going to be Joe Garcia. Jimenez, so I think he'll be joining to wrap up the week with us here on Lockdown Spurs. So for Mike Jimenez, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Mm-hmm.